Hi, everyone. I am Marilee Milmo, and welcome to my show. Today's show is monumental in many ways. So please feel free to share with anyone you know that you feel would be interested in it. This is the first free public detailed announcement by Alex Collier, my guest, providing all the details for the long awaited rollout of the advanced holographic medical beds, as well as the latest updates on the positive financial reset. Both appear to be imminent. And there of course are always challenges because as we get closer to absolute victory, the more regressives will raise their heads and panic and try to, you know, mess it up. So it's really important that we all keep our frequencies high and that we will discuss later on in the show a little bit about leadership uh, that Alex learned from his two Andromedan mentors and how all of us are co-creators and we can still make this happen because we are very, very, very close to it happening. So my guest, Alex, is a fifth density Andromedan emissary, elder, and contactee. He has had the two mentors from Andromeda throughout his life. Morinet is a seven and a half foot tall, blue-skinned Andromedan who is two and a half thousand years old and looks about 30. And Thesias is also an Andromedan and shorter in stature. Now, as I understand it, the Zene, which is a group in Andromeda, have the most advanced holographic regenerative medical beds because there are several different types. These previously secret holographic medical beds have been my passion for 20 years. So I am excited about Alex revealing the details that are planned, which will be the beginning eventually of many suppressed inventions and technologies and beneficial health uh, modalities coming forward after this. Now, I have followed Alex since his first talk in 1991. And for 30 years, Alex was one of the first, if not the first, to teach about the overall big picture game on Earth or Terra, as it's referred to galactically. And he includes the true history of our planet and all of us humans and who we really are, which are hybrids with 22 royal extraterrestrial DNA species and cultures in our DNA. I've known him to work tirelessly under unimaginable pressures and hardships to help awaken the human race that has been programmed. The good news is now, this is the final clinching point. There are more of us becoming aware and awake and starting to remember our true nature and history, which is indeed stored inside our DNA. So the Advanced Benevolent Andromedan Council has been pivotal for us because they were the first to advise top leaders and military that in 300 years from now, our solar system would become completely tyrannical and with enslaved humans. And that that tyranny originated in Earth, then the moon and Mars. So needless to say, that bit of news really I believe, 
coaxed us all into cooperating more together and moving faster along. Now, Alex himself, as you can see, is a fifth density 10 foot Andromedan captain <laughs> who was aboard a spacecraft that unfortunately crash landed on Earth as he was traveling through the sector when the huge galactic wars were occurring. And he got engaged in some skirmishes, which ended up having him reincarnate on Earth, much to his chagrin. Right, Alex? <laughs> so welcome, Alex, and many thanks for being on this show with your super busy schedule. I so appreciate who you are and send you a big hug. Thank you, Marilee. It's, it's an honor and a privilege for me to be here. Um, just just to, um, to button some things up in the beginning there, they are the Zenites, Zenitaeans. That's the name of their system. Okay. They are in fifth density. Um, Mornay is still alive. Uh, Phaseus, however, has crossed over. That was September of 98. Uh, sorry, November of 98, he crossed over. So, um, so yeah, it's just Mornay. And um, as far as the tyranny, the tyranny actually began to reach into fifth density. And they found out that it, it started, the nucleus of it started in our solar system. So, um, you know, I, I, and, and you were right about in the very beginning, your opening statements about the fact that, you know, as we get closer to, um, and, and, you know, the earth and, and the human race has had several moments where we were able to break free, where we were going to make a huge leap in consciousness uh, you know, Earth has been close to ascension a couple of times. And then, of course, something happens and it, and it doesn't happen. And then we look at many thousands of years of, of the same bullshit over and over and over again. Um, but we never had the support off planet that we do now. And we've never had the... Uh, the impetus of other star nations to really make sure that this happens because if this doesn't happen now or in this next time period that we're in, you know, it, it dramatically affects them, which is why they've come back in time to assist us. So um, as much as of the great information we're going to share Today, there's, there's a lot of things going on in the background between the light and the dark. And, uh, we, you know, we, we have to keep that in mind. And we've had tremendous help and will continue to be. Yes, I absolutely believe that. Mm -hmm. I absolutely believe that. As long uh, as we don't allow fear or doubt or depression to get in our ways. Well, that only comes with the lack of information and knowledge, I think. I think once everybody once everyone understands what's really going on and they can look at all of the remarkable changes that have already occurred, you know, just in the last five, six, 10 years, 15 years, uh, the med beds for one, look at this amazing technology. Uh, the fact that we even know about it, the fact that, you know, they're actually building these for us, you know, this is not a dark agenda. You know, this is, this is a, a, a light agenda. And the fact that they've even, that this is even going on 
should inspire everyone and encourage everyone to understand that, you know, we are moving in a very positive direction and the future of humanity is one of immense brightness. Mm. And we just, we have to know that we have to hold that vision. We have to demand that that's what it's going to be. And at the same time, we have to create it. And in so creating it, we have to understand that, you know, who we're dealing with. These are people, these are beings that so loathed humanity that they decided they could do whatever they wanted, not only to us in creating wars and killing the youth and killing young men, but the children, the things that they have been doing to children for a very, very long time that they just feel they can do whatever they want with us. That's how little respect, that's how little they actually think of us. And, you know, we have to take that to heart. And in taking it to heart, we have to absolutely stand our ground and say, no more. This ends now. And then, and, and then we have to protect each other. We have got to stand together. You know, out of all the star nations out there, every single one of them doesn't see race. They see one humanity here. And yet we allow these things, this, the media, to divide us, to separate us. You know, it's, it's all wordplay to divide and conquer. And we have made it easy for them by complying. Yes. And we just can't people do don't understand the law of compliance, and that's really important to know. Yeah, yeah. This is why they have no respect because we just we've go we've gone along to get along. Unify. No longer become ignorant. <laughs> you know, learn the truth. Well, we have to understand who has been in control. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that they have not in any way, shape, or form empowered us personally. What they have done is they've taken our souls, our spirits, our inner knowing, and they've forced everything to the outside where we could be controlled by media and emotionally manipulated. Yes. Jump, hop, run, skip, yell, get mad, be aggressive. Whatever they wanted to do to us, they've done. Mm-hmm. Which is why why I'm going to have you share later on in the show uh, certain things that are really important about empowering one another and for all of us to step up. Uh, Should, why don't we now go to the med bed rollouts? And um, because that was something that came forward this past week. And then you have added some updates and I've added a few updates. And this is very positive. Uh, Do know that some people are working on squelching this, but I want every single one of the members of the audience to recognize that they're co-creators and we can demand this to come forward and we can visualize this coming forward and we can support it coming forward. Uh, it, It, because this can be imminent. So Alex, why don't you go ahead and share anything you would like to about the details? 
Well, um, I can uh, read this rewritten and updated document that I, I, I have and that I've shared previous. Um, and of course we can um, share this updated version as well for, for everyone with everyone. Uh, so let's just start it off. Um, the MedBeds is a holographic technology. It's also color, light, and sound. This technology, this knowledge has been around since before Atlantis on this planet, and it has existed off-world for tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of years with other, with, uh, other star nations and star-traveling um, pioneers. Mm -hmm. They understood a very, very long time ago that our bodies are holographic, that we are essentially made of color, light, and sound. And it wasn't until, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago that we were able to scientifically prove that by looking at the body under an electron microscope. And what they did not see was physicality. What they saw was light. Now, Nikola Tesla had talked about all these types of different technologies uh, or concepts that he knew to be true simply because he was a genius, but of course he was having contact um, in his own way as well during his lifetime. But he was just the genius. And I don't know that there's been anyone like him since. But the technology wasn't there for him to actually put all of this together to where it is today. Unfortunately, he didn't live long enough. So um, essentially what we're talking about here is healing the human body. Now, the holographic camera that the A's use, it's, they call it a camera. What it does is it takes a picture of your body. And this picture, because it's holographic, um, is a picture of the present time when the picture is being taken, and it goes all the way back to conception. And what they do is they will go through these series of slides that are taken in this one picture. And what they will do is they will pull out the particular slides of where your body was the healthiest, whether it's kidneys, liver, muscle, knees, brain, heart, it doesn't matter. And what they will do is they will put those pictures together and create a, a new hologram. And then what they will do is they will overlay that holographic picture onto your physical body, literally healing it and renewing your body while you're there. I, I, it's just, there are no words. And to them, it's simple because they understand they they have all the knowledge, nothing's been suppressed for them and they understand who we are and what we are. Here on earth, however, and in other star systems that have been controlled and manipulated by the Orion group, we haven't had that education or that knowledge. But nonetheless, this technology is coming out. This technology has been created. Uh, it is in use, I'm sure in black pro projects, 
I am sure that uh, it has been used on humanity, humans of some sort, maybe the elite. Uh, we hear that it's being used on the children that are pulled from the underground dumps. We can sincerely hope that that is in fact true because they certainly would deserve it. Uh, it should have been being used on veterans, combat, wounded, uh, civilians damaged by war. It, it, it should have been in use for quite some time now, but it hasn't been. It has been suppressed. And as you are fully aware, there's a battle between the light and the dark on the surface, underground, and all around us, and going into the fourth dimension. There is a battle going on between light and dark. The light's going to win this. Yes, it is. The light's going to win this. This is where this ends. This is where all this nonsense ends. Uh, when we find out the truth, we're, we're going to go through several stages of, of um, emotional upset, disbelief, anger, and then resolve. And the last part, the resolve, is where humanity makes the difference and then makes it shift permanently. And that emotion, that knowing of resolve is not only going to change and alter our DNA, it's going to change and alter the DNA of all generations behind us coming up to desire and to uh, cherish freedom, that this never happens again, because we've been played for fools. So there are many lifestyle changes that are going to have to be addressed by humanity as we wake up and we become consciously more aware of who we truly are and the divinity in which we express. Yes. Okay, so... With the med beds, living to at least 100 years old should be a snap. Uh, in fact, we should live well into to the 200s. Very capable, and it's possible that the younger people are, and they make these changes in lifestyle, and they continue to use the med beds. It could very well be that you know, they will live, you know, hundreds. Um, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, maybe going as far as three to 400 years mm -hmm. or longer. We just simply don't know. Uh, but what this does for our generation and the generations behind us currently on the planet is it gives us an opportunity to not only live longer and to live healthier, but at the same time, we can use the wisdom we are acquiring now with all the disclosure and everything that's coming to life to make sure that we, we live longer so that we can lay down a real solid foundation for all these future generations yet to come. And the generations on this planet, as we pass the baton to them, we are sure they're ready for it, that we have not held back any knowledge any information, we have not held back anything from them. 
And this would be the installment in the institution of the law of consistency, which every evolved star nation uses. Yes. We haven't. We have dumbed down future generations so that they would be malleable and controllable. This can no longer be allowed to occur. So this is a very defining moment for humanity in so many ways. And we're just touching on some of them today. Um, the frequency of the med bed creates energy patterns that accesses the DNA and organizes it. It says geometrically, but um, th there's a lot more to it. You have to understand the body itself is a holograph. So is our DNA. Uh, how DNA even comes into existence is something everyone should understand. Uh, and the fact that when DNA moves and it transfers, it'll move from one place to another, but it goes into another dimension. It literally disappears from third density and reappears somewhere else in third density. That's who you are. That's who all of us are. Uh, the way it organizes, the DNA itself is an antenna, drawing frequencies and energies from the source, the quantum field. What you think is what you create. How you see yourself is who you become. The med beds will only amplify what you believe and think of yourself. So... It was that Aristotle said, always know thyself? Mm -hmm. Right. That's the first order of the day. No matter what the tech is, you have got to be solid about who you are. You must know who you are. You must love yourself. You must respect yourself. And in so doing, everyone around you will respect you because that's the vibration and the frequency you carry. If you don't, then that's what you're going to express. And that's what you're going to draw to you. Okay, home use. The med beds at this particular time, and, and I don't know how many years that will be, they will not be for sale for, in the home. Uh, they are, however, going to be used at very specific locations. In the beginning of the rollout, they will be rolled out by the military. They will be training people on these particular med beds. Uh, they will be uh, training staff as things, goes, things go along. They want to be sure that this is not used in a nefarious way or manner to harm humanity or humans or any life on this planet because the med beds will actually treat all living things <laughs> on the planet. Including animals, right? And people's pets and everything. Well, that's all living things, yeah. 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 So uh, critters. Be able to save your critters. Your lizards. <laughs> okay. Um, this <laughs> Geckos. <laughs> Geckos. That's right. The little Geico, the little Geico <laughs> lizard. They'll be here 300 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god <laughs> uh you know this of course will inspire people to you know not only live longer but 
to want to accomplish more things. Yes. This will, you know, give everyone a, a breath of life so that they can go out and, and do the things they've always wanted to do, whether it's painting or inventing or architecture or it doesn't matter. Whatever it is that people wanted to do, they, they will now be more inspired to do it because, you know, you don't have this short window to accomplish everything that you wanted to and being poisoned by the atmosphere and everything else that was done intentionally. So because you have a longer life, you will be inspired to do more, to live more, to experience more, and to teach what you know to your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. Because if you have a longevity of 250 years or, or more, you will see your great-grandchildren, your great-great-great-grandchildren, you will be able to um, participate and be part of teaching them your family's history, the knowledge that you've acquired. Um, you know, we the, the assistance of showing them what the old world was like and what the new world is and the promise that it holds. And you can participate in that knowledge, in that teaching, in that mentoring of multiple generations of your lineage to empower them. And you can be directly involved with all of that. This, of course, will inspire a lot more abundance and prosperity for not only yourselves, but your families, you know, and you can, you know, you can provide and train uh, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren in the ways of prosperity so that all future generations of your tribe will not need to be dependent on anyone else, especially government or anything. Yes. Uh, the maximum... Um, The timetable of treatments, maximum treatments needed. Now, this says no more than three times. We are, this is currently what it is as the, as the MedVet technology continues to advance. You know, that could change in the future. But as of right now, that's what it is. Um, you, you can go to the MedVet at least three times in a lifetime. Uh, but after that, apparently they say there are side effects. But again, you know, like in all military technology, not that this is military, but it will be controlled and managed by the military. Anyone who's been a, a military contractor or a defense contractor, we know that every single year that goes by, military technology advances at least 40 years. So um, as of today, this is the maximum treatments allowed but that, of course, can change, just so that you're aware of it. And these treatments will be free. All these treatments are going to be free. Which is a huge deal, a huge deal. And, um, and what this means for everyone is that when you get off this med bed and however, how much time it is for you to actually fully realize the benefits of it, whether it's a week or a few weeks or a month, you can drop all your medications. 
you will be able to drop your medications uh, and all these treatments that you've been taking and spending a fortune on that have all these multiple side effects. And you'll be able to let those go when that will not only free up your time, but it'll also free up resources so that you can begin to move into a direction and go after what it is you truly want. There will be no more excuses to not do what you want and what you're capable of doing. And many people, as I understand it, Alex, that are nurses or doctors, many of them will be retrained in the use of the holography and these advanced uh, health techniques too. And the training will be also free. I understand. Yes, that, that, is, um, that is correct. But they're going to be very, very specific and selective as to who they allow to manage and run and operate this technology. Um, Pure hearted and high morals. Well, yes, I, I think a, a genuine true compassion for humanity is, is a single must uh, because there's no profit involved in this. So your motivation can't be the money. Your motivation has to be love and compassion for humanity to want to see people healed. And if you don't have that, they won't let you near these things. Mm -hmm. Because like all technology, things can be abused. Now, the vision that I get is as these centers open up, um, the personnel and the people training are not just humans, but they also will be human looking, benevolent sisters and brothers from the stars. We could call them extraterrestrials. it, It is implied that there will be Alliance members uh, associated with the use of this technology and the rollout of the technology. They Mm -hmm. haven't come right out and said ETs, but they have said Alliance. Yes. And, you know, technically we're talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, most of them will look like us until we become accustomed to the idea that we are not alone, we've never been alone, and uh, and that we have family, that we have uh, fellow fellow groups of humanity, tribes of humanity that have that live in other worlds and in other places, and it has always been such. Indeed. And isn't isn't the positive white hat military the ones who are doing a lot of this training, building a lot of these med beds, both off world and on world? This is what we're told. This is what we're told. Okay. That it is the white hats who are doing this. And uh, I am sure that they have they have been and are still being mentored themselves. Um You know, going out into space with the imperialistic uh, psychology that everyone's taught on the surface, going out into space and realizing through confrontation and or uh, face-to-face meetings 
with other extraterrestrial races, what you learn, what they have learned, is that we have been taught very regressive tendencies. We have been taught a very divided consciousness strategy that would pit us against anyone else. And that that simply not only doesn't really exist out there amongst 85 plus percent of the star nations out there, but that it is something that's going to be uh, dramatically opposed by all these star nations. And through conversations, many of our, our space fleet and the Alliance members, they have come together and humanity is about to learn that we belong to this huge, huge galactic family. And we have been isolated apart from them by groups that have controlled the, the surface of the planet by hiding underneath it. And uh, they've held us back. They have dramatically held us back from not only our, our potential, but our true knowledge of who we truly are. And that's all coming to an end. And uh, we spoke of that earlier about, you know, going through uh, different progressions of the knowledge and experiencing emotions attached to it. Okay, um, age regression. Age regression is something that the, the medbeds also do. They will take off at a minimum 20 years of your age. They will bring your body back to those original times, or your body back 20 years uh, in, into its youth. It could be that it can take you even further back. The interesting thing to note though, is that in going back, doing the age regression, what your body had at that particular time, the nutrients and the things that, that your body needed, you are going to have to supplement and add to your, your lifestyle now. Because much of the food that we eat today has lost a great deal of its nutritional value because of the way it's been harvested and grown through corporate uh, mega companies. Mm -hmm. They basically have been selling filler for humanity. They haven't been, um, the nutrition isn't always there. In right. other words. And in order for your body to stay in that age regression, you're going to have to do things differently, eat differently, uh, take supplements, you know, many things are have, going to have to change as well with this. Farming is going to have to change. Uh, nutritional knowledge is going to have to change. Many things are going to change uh, with the advancement of these technologies because these technologies, as wonderful as they are, they're going to show us who we are and then the responsibility for you to maintain 
your physicality is going to be on you. And, yeah. you know, that's a fascinating journey for all of us to take. <laughs> yes, it really is. If, if, you know, if you haven't done it already, um, there won't be any more couch potatoes. Mm-hmm. Because when you realize how you've aged your body, you know, you're going to look at things a lot differently, especially if your choice is to stay here and to participate. Yes. Well, let's keep going over all the different treatment ab- abilities, you know, like what it can do. The med beds are said to be able to regrow organs. Now, if you know someone who is on the list for a heart transplant, that may not be necessary anymore. It may very well be that they would be able to be in a position to get into the med beds and they could regrow their heart. Uh, it can grow limbs. So we're looking at veterans who, have, who are amputees, children born without limbs, that are paraplegic, those who have suffered from car accidents, virtually any, any reason, any experience that they've had where they have lost a limb, uh, the med beds are said to be able to grow limbs. So not only organs, but limbs. So an entire industry would be looking to go out of business and that would be the prosthesis um, industry. Because if you can grow organs then or limbs, then the only reason you would use one is you would wait, you would be using one until it was your turn to go in for your appointment to sit in the med bed and have all those things repaired for you. And that's a very, very exciting prospect for a lot of people. Um, You know, especially veterans who have lost legs and other limbs and, um, you know, they want to be able to run and play with their children again and just to, to feel whole after the tremendous sacrifice that they have made you know, for all of us. So. It can, uh, according to the super soldiers I've interviewed who've uh, had their limbs regenerated multiple times, it definitely does it. And it can do it anywhere with something minor uh, in say an hour or half hour regenerate. And it can almost do the entire body up to several hours. And then you have a brief period of time afterwards where they just want to make sure you're fine and you rest. And then they send them off to uh, battle again. <laughs> so it's very exciting. And I know the priorities have been the children first uh, that had gone through horrific things and then the military and then civilians. So we're starting to hear about possible civilian rollout at the first part, our mid part of next year, maybe. What do you think about that's that? What we're, that's, what, that's what they're saying, mid, mid-January. And so we're talking about the third, third week, fourth week of January, um, that there should be public announcements regarding this technology. You know, and that's another thing you talk about super soldiers being repaired and going back into battle. You know, with this conscious awakening of what is and what isn't, um, I think we can all look forward to a uh, tremendous long future of no wars. Yes. Um, what they have done to humanity has been devastating. 
the knowledge lost, the history lost, the lives lost. It, it's been tragic. It's been absolutely tragic. And, um, you know, that is, that is something that humanity, um, well, we just, we just have to make sure that that doesn't continue uh, because the toll has just been, it's just, it's dramatic. Okay. It is. And so um, there's many things, folks, not only that what Alex mentioned, but addictions, uh, chemo, get rid of damage from that, allergies, your teeth can be regenerated, restrained, overweight, you can return to your ideal weight, vision and hearing, scars disappear, orthopedic issues, uh, you know, basically depression, but you do have to do your own homework for the causes. Um, I know that in extreme circumstances, they have mind swiping abilities for post-traumatic stress. And they can take out genetic issues that were defective from birth, like estrogen dominance or methylation issues. So it's incredible what these beds will do. And thicker hair, we like that. And eyesight improvement and <laughs> height changes. <laughs> So that all sounds pretty good to me. How about you, Alex? Oh, it does. And then uh, how could you not be excited about some of those things? <laughs> so, you know, especially being an elder or vintage, as the young people like to call us, <laughs> you know, because uh, they take for granted, you know, they have all these things and uh, they haven't experienced losing those things. Yes. Yeah. Where, you know, we have the wisdom. Uh, to understand that you know you don't that not everything stays always the same that things do change and uh, we have an appreciation for that so if we were able to get some of those things back if not all of those things back um that would be nothing short of a miracle for many of us it would be now, i know well i know we'll get there because i just i just absolutely know just unequivocally. So uh, memories, uh, memories, people who are suffering from dementia, Alzheimer's, um, regardless of the cause of those, they will be able to get their memories back and, you know, be well into their hundreds, be sharp as a tack. Uh, that would be incredible. Um, those who have been lifelong smokers or who have lung, lung disease or, or uh, lung cancer, these med beds will not only cure them, um, but they will more than likely completely lose their addiction to the tobacco. So when you get up, you will not have another cigarette after that. And you will have the knowledge and the wisdom to know what it did to you all those many years. Um, the ability to learn information multiple languages, uh, multiple um, educational experiences such as, you know, geography, archaeology. These are all many things that we can learn at an extremely fast pace 
um, without maybe having to spend years and years and years reading books, this knowledge can be shared with us in a more or less downloaded fashion uh, so that, you know, before we even go to the schools, we already have a working knowledge of what it is we're going to be studying. And what that means is more time in the field, more times out of the classroom yes. and in the field experiencing and doing the real work, uh, which is a problem because a lot of children today are completely bored in yes. classrooms. They want to be outside. They want to be expending their energy in their bodies because they're young. They have all this vitality and they're, they're you know, there could be, we have to shift and change all the way, all, all of the educational programs to have the children more outside, more implementing, uh, interacting in a physical way than sitting in a classroom for hours and hours and hours looking at pictures in a book. I totally agree. And there's a few experimental schools that are using that rather than just theory looking at a book, they're starting apprenticing. You know, you can apprentice in three different subjects during the you know, the year. That's what I always saw as true education. And with these downloads where you can learn new languages in, you know, an hour, two hours and longer living, we're going to be able to serve, not, not out of survival, but to serve out of vitality, following our heart's desire. Right. One of the quotes of your Andromedan mentors that I've always really, really appreciated. And it's a great waker upper for everyone that you shared many times is when the Andromedan said, why I can prove to you that you've been programmed humans. And you asked why. And they said, because you've never asked yourself this question. Why do I need to pay for a planet I'm born on? And that is profound. I think that really shifts a lot of people. It's actually why do you have to pay to live on a planet? You were live on a planet. There you go. That you yes. were born on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Nobody else has to do that. Yes. Exactly. All the things that were just automatically programmed in that we don't reevaluate are all going to shift, and it's very exciting. Do you believe that we are now uh, fully? because we've been dealing with the temporal timelines and wars that we are now fully stabilized in the more positive timeline. Yes. Yes, I do too. We're on one timeline now. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's heading, heading into the future. It is not heading for a brick wall. It is not heading for Armageddon. It is not heading to the apocalypse. It isn't the end of the world. It is none of that. That yeah. is not our destiny. That's what I feel too. Um, I wanted to mention that the idea of the possible rollout is that everyone will be notified. There will be a number down the line that you can call. You will set up an appointment. And maybe uh, you should mention a little bit about we'll be shifting to quantum computer. And and this also gets into the this also gets into one of the questions I wanted to ask you later, which was the whole reset, financial reset, Nasara and Jasara. Um, Elon Musk said that the quantum internet would be up by the end of 
January. January 2022, yeah. Yes. Um, they are trying to get it done by January 1st, but more than likely all the kinks will be out of it uh, the following month. So by the end of January, it will be fully operational. Once that goes online and it's up, that the quantum financial system has its platform. And even though it's being used now, that will that will take it globally. Mm -hmm. that, will, that, that will make it global. And everything, a lot of things that we do every day, business-wise, uh, and personally, will shift. Private personal banking, private banking, commercial banking, there'll be a lot of changes. And it might take years for everything to shift over because it has to be done in stages because there's a learning curve for everyone on how this works. But the beautiful thing about this system is that your knowledge, your information, your data is completely safe. And it is a blockchain ledger. In other words, organized crime, drug trafficking, the movements of money that are all associated with corruption will cease to exist mm -hmm. because everything's exposed. Yes. And I, I believe yeah. they're going to be using the quantum computers also to for the intake of everyone's health and then determining uh, the locations for people's treatment on the med beds, et cetera. So it's going to be cross. Well, you know, I, there's no guarantee that it's going to be up yet. I think when you go into the med bed facility, to the med bed center, uh, and it's time for your appointment, there will be a setup where they're using a quantum computer that's mm -hmm. connected to, um, that's connected to the med bed. Um, it is not a global web type of thing yet. I uh, don't know that it'll actually get there. These are all decisions humanity will have to make um, when those when those things come to the forefront. The first thing is is one get ourselves healthy, two fully engage and understand everything that's been going on. What is our history? How did we get to this place? We need to understand how we got to this place so that it never happens again. again. And we know how to protect ourselves to make sure something like this does not happen again. Yes, which requires that we develop discernment through going through the experience and not yes. denying it or ignoring it. And I know you have some ideas about this because let's talk about empowering people. What do you feel is the most important focus for our audience to have and do for themselves right now? If I could share, the most important thing would be self-love. We all have to have an appreciation for who we are, what we've learned, what we've experienced, 
what we've all been through. And in the light of everything that's been going on behind the scenes, which we know virtually little about, the control, the manipulation, and the agenda that has been working against humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, the fact that you survived all of it, <laughs> you deserve a purple heart. You deserve a medal of honor <laughs> because you yeah. have no idea what you've been up against. Yeah. And I mean, most of us don't. And uh, and it doesn't, you know, Earth is a really tough school anyway. Third density is a very tough school because it's so dense. And it doesn't matter how much you've screwed up or you think you've screwed up. You know, it's all about acquiring self-knowledge. It's all about learning relationship. And every relationship we've ever had is always a mirror back to us. Mm -hmm. And if you don't see that, then you've missed that chapter. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, I agree. Sometimes there is no blame at all. And, and in most cases, there is no blame. Sometimes, but you know, I, I don't know the psych, psychological words here, but the bottom line is this. Wisdom comes from experience and experience comes from bad judgment. <laughs> and we've all been there. We've all been there. Uh -huh. But at some point, you know, we, we reach an age where we've been to the circus. We understand that we've been to the circus. And when we grow to a certain age and we're no longer, we no longer become a bad example, we suddenly have all this wisdom to spout yeah. and to share with everyone else. <laughs> and that should be appreciated, you know, not only by everyone else, but especially by yourself. And to understand that you've gotten to this place and the reason you've gotten to this place and you now have all this knowledge is because of all the people that have been in your life and all the journeys and experiences that you've had up until this moment. And you have to give yourself some kudos for that. You have to honor yourself that you've had these experiences. And what's that line um, at the end of The Wizard of Oz? It only matters how much you're loved by others, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what success is, is that not only you love yourself, but that you're loved by others. That's the measure of success. It's not money. It's not a bank account. It's not a digital currency. None of that you take with you. What you take with you are not only the experiences, but the resonant energy of love that you have acquired in your specific lifetimes. You know, the love that you withhold is the pain that you carry lifetime after lifetime. Drop the mic. That. That's it. Baba that boom. It. Yep. You know, it really is. And I agree with you that the two important things are, you know, to practice self-love and then to also consistently mutually respect others. 
right? Yes. That's another really important thing. You know, everybody's a mirror. We're all mirrors for each other. Yes. And, you know, I mean, I realize looking at the world today, trying to imagine a world where everyone has absolute mutual respect is a real challenge. I get that. And in this particular time, it is, especially with the battle between the light and the dark going on, not only around us, but underneath us and in between us, you know, on a, on a physical dimensional energy level. But future generations, they're not going to have this challenge. They're not going to have the challenge that we have right now because the world will be changing. It's going to be different. Yes. We're going, humanity is going to be more enlightened. And again, I want to, I want to stress this. We are on the forefront of that. We are the new forefathers and foremothers of a global expansion of consciousness and a unifying of humanity into one race. You know, we can all keep our cultures because they're all unique and they're all really cool. But what's important is, okay, you have different cultures, but we're still one race. You just see things differently. You dance differently. You dress differently. You eat different foods. That's all awesome. Mm -hmm. Keep that. Yes. Living together on this planet, we have to be one race. Yes. We're all earthlings. (laughs) Terrans, actually. Terrans, yes. We're all Terrans. We're all Terrans, for sure. (laughs) Well, and much more, as you know, from the DNA. So you wrote a book quite a while ago, Defending Sacred Ground, which I loved. And it may not be that available for people, but I'm sure you're going to work on rewriting it. However, in there is a section where the Andromedans were speaking of leadership. And I know for us as part of the transition team, everyone here, many people who are learning more about self-love and healing themselves do, do not feel that they qualify as a leader. And I believe everyone has leadership in them. So I'm wondering if you would read that section in that book where they, if you have it handy, where they would talk about what leadership is in their viewpoint as Andromedans. I will do so. Um, and, and thank you for pointing, for bringing that up. I, I think that's, that's it's very important. I, I also want to add before we read leadership that, um, ladies and gentlemen, even the extraterrestrials believe in a creator. They understand that something, some presence, not only created the space, which we call the universe, but it also created all the dimensions. And that is not technology any ET race has at all. So there is a presence. And... You know, whatever, whatever you've gone through, it's, it's never too late to just acknowledge that presence. Wherever that journey takes you, 
just understand that the soul, the soul is and will always be, even in a state of denial, part of that presence. You'll never be detached from the presence. No matter how far you go into a state of denial, you will always be part of that presence. Mm. Leadership. This was given to me by Mornay. What is important this present time in your world is to know the pioneer leaders of your past who greatly influenced your world today are removed from the hearts of the people. The leaders of today, this present moment, should share and embrace the same faith, philosophy, and objective as the people. They, the leaders, should thereby raise each of the governed to his or her own level, ascending to the principles of consistency from beginning to end. These mistakes, as we have studied and observed, are that throughout your history, hero worship and fame-seeking has risen to the point of the idea your leaders are great and the general populace is ignorant and powerless. This concept in your country contradicts a true democracy and is wrong. So it shall be that individuals must and will awaken and unite voluntarily. Some will be the artists, scientists, and others from all walks of life. They will become teaching leaders of the people with whom they are working directly and will teach all men and women to be leaders. At the same time, it is also important that those who support them must become leaders themselves. To be a leader in your world, we would only suggest that the only requirements be simple and evolve from the real essence of mankind. Leaders should be in absolute faith in their humanhood, declaring always the greatness of God and self-responsibility. They should also have a strong sense of responsibility for themselves and those that they teach. A leader should always love his people, protect them, encourage them warmly into their own power and humanhood. The leader's sense of responsibility will deepen by his affection of his role as teacher, father, and or mother. When a leader lacks mercy or compassion, they will be self-serving and irresponsible. And a leader teacher should always strive and be broad-minded. He should always try to be capable of understanding his members' needs and individual situations and putting himself in their place. A leader should practice gentleness and forbearance and be determined to hear the problems and teach guidance and self-determination to any person to establish self-faith and happiness. A leader always needs to be impartial. He must not be swayed by his own feelings or self-serving considerations. Always eager to give a fair hearing to reasonable suggestions, but firm in protesting self-serving goals or mistaken views, even to his seniors. Leaders should be careful of those who flatter them as not to cater to their personal agendas. 
leaders should cultivate leaders should cultivate the sense to spot cheap tricks, lies, and sneakiness. He must also put the right person in the right place and be courageous about it. The idea is to build long-term integrity in all aspects of life and leadership. Always acknowledge the inconspicuous efforts of others as all souls are part and contribute to the whole. Your leader should also have self-confidence, courage, and decisiveness. Leaders must believe in their ability to protect his members and help them advance to self-responsibility so that all may become determined. Those persons who have done the inner work on the path of being a true human being acquire wisdom and are true leaders. They always have faith in themselves. And those who walk the path of heart will discover that through faith emerges wisdom. And this same faith enable, enables the leader to employ his wisdom effectively in all situations. Courage is indispensable to the leader. Leadership is no place for cowardice. Always strive to advance wisdom and courage. Building an honest and healthy race of human beings means producing a world of leaders of the true law of oneness. Development of faith, integrity, and character is both the starting point and the end result. This will make all people capable human beings. Every child born in your world is a new opportunity to build an honest and real world. Leaders need not criticize each error on the part of their members or staff. A leader should praise them for what they have done well and capably. There will be other people who will criticize. Being a leader or becoming a leader does not mean you have perfect faith or wisdom. These are lifelong pursuits. Being a leader is to develop people and to help people into self-responsibility, spiritual maturity, and the freedom to cultivate voluntary introspection. Mankind can develop remarkably, even under adverse circumstances. When Earth awakens to her mission and towards her great objective, we will have full faith that you all will be successful and a source of great pride to us all. That last statement there, ladies and gentlemen, should comfort you and tell you that we are going to be successful. You must understand and you must know and you must feel that there are other powers here, powers of light that are not only encouraging us, but they are willing us to step forward into our own personal power and to be who we truly are. And then to teach that to future generations. I know we can do this. You know, yes. if you look at the history of humanity and all the things that have happened, we keep moving forward, bearing our children along the way. We never give up. Life finds a way, and we have to fully embrace that and know that that's us. That life, that presence 
is coming through us. That's what we're doing. So let's do it intentionally now with a lot more intent. Yes. Where do you want to go from there? <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, beautiful summation. And thank you so much for sharing the Andromedan wisdom. And I'm sharing with as many people as I know and the younger generation saying, be prepared to use whatever skills you have to step forward in an uncorruptible way, because there's going to be a lot of vacancies <laughs> as well uh, as we make arrests and other beings are quietly <laughs> retiring <laughs> all the CEOs by the thousands uh, for a variety of reasons. We need people to step forward. So uh, please honor that you are a leader and you have been in this these coming generations to do that. Uh, and we will have councils again, I'm sure, because you know that's often in all these independent federations on on terra we will have the appropriate people that show a proven track record and that have when scanned have a very good developed consciousness with a moral intent and a pure heart it's exactly right we're going to go back to the basics Mm -hmm. Local government, local decisions, local direction, local input. Everyone will be involved. It's called a community. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to be involved. There will not be anything like what we have now, where 2,000 miles away, 453 men and women are making decisions of things they have absolutely no clue about. And no authority to do it whatsoever anyway. So a lot of, there's going to be a lot of dramatic change, but it's all good because we will be able to manage things locally. And, you know, the better we do that, the more we do that, the less government we actually need because we learn to take care of our own. Okay? And we accept the responsibility as co-creators with Source to exactly. do that. That's exactly right. Right on. Well, Alex, um, I'm so appreciative of you being here. You're such an honest, humble, and indomitable spirit. So will you share with people how they can locate you? I have done one-on-one -on -one privates with Alex that are lovely. And he also has very inexpensive, I might say, two-hour Q&A uh, webinars every couple weeks. So where do they go to find you? Um. Uh, alexcollier.org. You want to spell that? Uh, A-L-E-X-C-O-L-L-I-E-R dot O-R-G. Okay. And uh, there's stuff there. And if, um, you know, if James uh, runs the website at JP. They are posting all the videos, many of which haven't been seen in years and years and years. Uh, back up on uh, a YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, it spans the full 30 plus years. And, and, and I'm getting ready to send him a box of VHSs uh, that go back even further than no one has seen. That's because there are three or four people in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> 
but there's some really good slide presentations and stuff. So I remember those days. You know, exactly. You know, the, the back room, the room. In the back room of a bookstore or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you are very humble, and I know you've been through a lot, and people are refinding you and initially finding you, and you are considered by all of us an honored elder. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. And I just love working with you, and uh, thank you so much for supporting our community in this way. Well, and Marilyn, thank you for everything you've done, you continue to do, and uh uh, thank Dan, who's behind the scenes working all the gizmos, yes. you know, for making it happen and being the being the stellar individual that he is throughout the years. You know, we all we all belong to the mutual admiration club now. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, okay. Well, onward and upward, and uh, all the best. And we'll be doing another show soon, love. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again, Alex. I'm going to let you go for now, and I want to bring forward Elena Danon, who has a MedBed update and personal story to share with all of us. Many of you already know Elena as a multi-talented professional archaeologist, epigraphist, artist, best-selling author, shaman, multilingual official emissary for the Benevolent Galactic Federation of Worlds, exotic dancer, <laughs> Elvin Priestess, <laughs> mystery school teacher, <laughs> and I won't go on from there. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to behave. Okay, so <laughs> welcome back, Elena, and thank you for joining in the show to share again what you know about medical beds. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, Marilee. I'm so happy to uh, to be of your adventure today. Fantastic. <laughs> well, good. So before I start, I would like to share with you all what Alex had gotten from a, um, a military personnel, I believe, to check out this website called www.medbed.com. It is not like the MedBeds that will be rolling out that we've talked about. It's a precursor, simpler one that is offering an eight hour free trial that is based on the quantum field. And it's a virtual computer that they send to you for eight hours that encompasses your bed, up to three beds in your house. And it's eight continual hours. If you wanted more than that, you'd have to pay for it. And then they have lots of testimonials and the testimonials I listened to about 60 hours worth and they were really authentic. Some people said it seemed like a cool idea and it feel anything. And other people were going, oh, my God, you know, so again, again it depends on people. Uh, basically, it is voice activated by, or by your thought or voice. And all you have to say is 90, 10 med beds scan me. But if you want any other health agenda done, you can also say, I'd like you to check all my bones, da, 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 da. but they, it does a thorough scan. And then it starts working with the subconscious and higher selves and conscious on areas that it gets to balance you out. And um, 
so it's kind of an interesting idea because a lot of you are asking, when can I buy a med bed? Because uh, some of you have enough money to buy a med bed. So this med bed, if you got good results from the free trial, or even if you wanted to pay a little more for a week trial to see if you received you know, a transformative experience, you can buy it, uh, it's a German company, you can buy it for $2,600. And that's supposed to be never going to fall apart and they're gonna update it. Like in January, it looks like they're updating with the ability to scan for all potential programs from ancestral wounds and whatever. So I don't know, personally, I have gone through it. It's up to you guys. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna, I'm probably not gonna do it. I'm probably gonna wait for the med beds I know about. Um, but I wanted to let you know because I've been hunting down med beds where they were. And um, I know you said they're in the Netherlands, Elena and things like that, but I haven't seen come public yet the kind of thing that Elena will be sharing with you and that I know about. So you have to use your own discernment, but I wanted to provide that for you just in my research for whatever it's worth. So Elena, I would love for you to share any updates or share again what Commander Thorhan, fifth density Palladian commander, uh, has shared with you about what's going on with the med beds, what they're building, where they're building it, and what it's used for, if you would. Thank you, Mary Lee. Well, in February, 2021, uh, the moon of the earth was taken back from uh, bad hands uh, by the Earth Alliance. And the moon was liberated. The Greys and the Dark Fleet outposts there were cast out from the moon. And the facilities were given back to Earth, but to the Earth Alliance. What is the Earth Alliance? Quickly, it's the, an, a military alliance be, between, it has started by the US Navy, but now there are many countries, militaries in it, and the forces of the Galactic Federation of Worlds, the Earth Alliance. They hold the facilities now on the moon. Well, in July 2020, a few months later, the Jupiter agreements were made between different space programs, secret space programs of Earth. Positive uh, space programs, not those who are working with, you know, the planetary corporate, etc. Not these ones, the, 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 the good progressive space programs working with Solar Warden, for instance, things like that. So they made agreements. It started by the Artemis Accords on Earth, and this developed in space, and agreements were made with the Galactic Federation of Worlds for further cooperation in space. Because as we start to know now and learn is that in the Galactic Federation of Worlds already had agreements and were working with the military since the 1950s. Anyway, the moon, uh, on the moon since July 2021, the Galactic Federation provided, start providing technology to be developed on the moon because on Earth it wasn't yet uh, ready because on Earth we still have uh, 
corrupted humans at the head of some governments. So we cannot rule any programs really globally on Earth uh, as long as us humans, we won't have stood up and got rid of them. Anyway, so it's on the moon actual, actually that this is happening. The, the Lunar Operation Command, which was uh, in, before in the hands of the Dark Fleet, now is uh, in the hands of the Earth Alliance and medical scientific programs are being developed. The Galactic Federation is training Earth specialists, doctors, you know, scientists to use these new medical technologies, such as med beds mainly. And it's been produced there a lot. And slowly introduced, it has already started to be introduced on Earth. But they can do that really um, very strategically because, uh, you know, even if the bad ETs have been removed from Earth, the bad humans are still there, uh, speaking very simply. Because it's now to the, the humans to do their job, you know. Uh, so once we've stood up and uh, against the tyranny that is here and just taken our power back, the people of Earth, then all this technology is going to blossom everywhere. It's going to be like, wow, it's it's all planned, prepared. It's all, they know where it's going to be. And it's just waiting that that's it, you know, that, that the, 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 the cabal is removed. Um, the, the heads have fallen, uh, you know, at the heads of the cabal, there was all these, these, these uh, nefarious ETs. They've been removed. So now it's only panicked, super panicked humans. <laughs> you know, the, the dying beast trying to bite as many people as possible before dying, you know. So, so that's what's happening at the moment. It seems horrible, but that's the, the, the dying beast. That have been trapped. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. So that that's that's where it is with the the ruling out of the the, the med bed as I know for the moment it's all planned where it's gonna be all you know just the people in power need need to be removed and the ETs are not going to do it for us because it's our job to stand up against our tyranny it's our job they're not going to seal our victory you know people want ETs to save us but they've already done a lot they remove all the bad ETs they've, they've cleared the, the underground so now we we need you know to do a part of the job as well you know that's a good point and um I have a question that just someone wanted me to ask you and I'd forgotten in a previous show that has to do with this because as you know people had to become aware of what's going on break their you know, yes. keep their innocence, but break their naivete, <laughs> so to speak. And then, because nothing's ever learned through denial or ignoring ever. And so uh, there's people are still catching up with that. So I know it's a huge operation. And one question I have is, I know that for sure we're on the positive timeline. For yes. sure, we are. Do you have any idea what percentage of mass consciousness it took to ensure that? Do you have any guesstimate of that? No, uh, I know a few is, you know, the butterfly effect, a, yeah, a few is necessary. There, there's actually um, a, a, 
it's scientific mathematical calculation that I, I unfortunately don't have on, under my eyes, but uh, that a certain number of people uh, trigger, you know, a resonance. If you, a certain number of people generate a positive resonance, it's going to be exponential in the rest of the, the group. It's, it, it's how physics works. So um, it didn't need a lot. Transcendental meditation, uh, I showed, I think it was a really low number, like three to 15%. But I know that through uh, the disclosure movement, some said you have to have at least 51%. But I don't think it's as exact like no. I don't know. No, I'd say, no, I'd say 10% maybe is enough. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's, it's enough because it's snowball effect, you know, and yes. um, exponential. Yeah. Exponential, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You wake up five people, each people will wake up five others. You know, that's how it works. Right. Now, I know this is a huge plan. So going on for a while of the rollout and the locations. So I imagine that there are going to be special locations with many bed, med beds set up in these locations and possibly some advanced hospitals. <laughs> you know, um, have you oh, yeah. anything oh, yeah. you can share in terms of and then it's going to be across the world for sure. The locations cannot be disclosed. I don't know them. They do not tell the locations to me because it would put me in, in your body. Exactly. The reason is if the locations of where we're going public, the cabal would know exactly where to hit. <laughs> no. What the hospital to blow up before. <laughs> no, it's not strategy. That's strategy. So, <laughs> you never give the enemy where you're going to put your, your, your no so um we won't know the locations until uh we've sought out our things you know we experience like a lack of people available for certain jobs like engineering on earth and things is it true that for the first time instead of humans being slave taken to the moon or mars that certain scientists engineers and medical beings have been flown there to manufacture these med beds. Wait, the time of slavery is finished in this star system. Yes. Over. But it's they're over. paying people to go for for this. Now, yes. yes. You, yes. You, you need to enroll in the military and it's by the military that you can be redirected to the Earth Alliance and then the Earth Alliance, uh, you know, and the space programs. Uh, space command especially gather all the you know the the, the path to go there so a lot is done on the moon uh, it's a training ground because the moon is secure there's no cabal there it's free it's a free world it's like it's us and um so it's on the moon where it is, is yeah people are paid of course of course yeah they go there yeah so and they're using the dark fleet base on the far side right Aren't yeah they? yeah yeah, because it's such a yes. huge space, right? Do you want to go over just really briefly, if we have any new listeners on this show, when we say Earth Alliance, the three different groups that are involved in that, just so that they know, isn't it U.S., um, Navy or Air Force, extraterrestrials working, but mostly humans? Anyway, you go ahead with what you know. Well, the Earth Alliance started to be created in the 1950s. Um, when um, under President uh, Dwight Eisenhower, that's him who started it with the Galactic Federation of Worlds, uh, the, the U.S. Navy, a branch of the U.S. Navy, 
a um, remind to keep in mind that when we say U.S. Navy, it's not the whole U.S. Navy. It's one group. It's very compartmentalized. You know everything. U.S. Air Force is not U.S. Air Force. The whole. It's that's it. It's just so, so a group, a part, a cell. Okay, collaborated with the Galactic Federation of Worlds, and uh, it started in the Pentagon, and it it really developed the collaboration. I advise people to, people to read the book from William Tompkins, selected by extraterrestrials. It's a fantastic book that tells a lot about it. Um, so that started there. It was the start of the Earth Alliance, and then. Uh, U.S. Air Force joined recently, but also other countries have joined in, in current of time. You know, um, it's international now. The Earth Alliance. Not all countries, or all, all countries, are in it, but uh, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. So, uh, and it's a military alliance between contingent. So you have different branches in the Earth Alliance. You have uh, technology, medical, or the building crafts, uh, space force, but you have also the military, military super soldiers fighting, fighting with the super soldiers from the Galactic Federation of Worlds together. That's them. That's the lads who cleaned, cleared the undergrounds. Um, so that's, that's them, for instance, and who liberated the moon, um, all of this. That's what the Earth Alliance is. Thank you for that. And then just really briefly, the Galactic Federation of Worlds, uh, that incorporates what, like 5,000, 6,000 civilizations? What, tell just a little bit about the members there. Oh my God, more. <laughs> more, there are hundreds of thousands of civilizations in a uh, member of the Galactic Federation of Worlds. And it grows, it grows, it grows with time. There, there are different associations and groups in this galaxy the galactic federation is the biggest and just uh it's the law keeper you know it's the 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 ones who who look after the balance in the galaxy and uh justice you know uh rights prime directive all of that um yeah it's that's wonderful okay thank you for that clarity just for people so they can put uh some substance to the names if it's the first time they've been hearing the names. So now Myra, who is one of the incredible uh, scientists from Series B who helped rescue you, and she's an implant specialist and a scientist. That, didn't she in your book have a lot of things to say about what it's like to treat children on the med beds? Yes. Uh, Myra, if she was working on Earth, we would, uh, her specialty would be exobiologist. So uh, she does that with, that, that's her task. And she specialized in, um, yeah, devices. Uh, we could, could call it transhumanism also. It's a positive way. The device is incorporated in, in, in biological bodies. Uh, technological devices, etc. So uh, she, uh, so I, I wrote it in, in in my my last book. We will never let you down. Um, it was in October two thousand twenty. Uh, the the dumps, the deep underground military bases, were in the process still to be cleared and liberated by the Earth Alliance. And in these undergrounds, they found a lot of uh, different things, slaves human slaves that have been liberated, but a lot of hybrids. 
So the hybrids uh, were the product of uh, graze manip genetic manipulations. These hybrids uh, couldn't be taken care of on Earth because they need a special care. So they were taken all on one of the motherships of the Galactic Federation of Worlds in orbit of Earth. And Myra was working on this one. And on this project, I, I, I wanted to share with you, I'm going to read a page of my book where she described to me uh, what they were doing uh, as rescuing these this children. I need to put my 3D glasses. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, so that I, I'm going to read that because it will tell you about medbeds, the, the techniques they employ there. So relating to the hybrids, but it will tell you a lot. So here we go. Here's what she said to me. Well, we have the regeneration tanks filled with a special life support gel or goo, as you may call it. It functions with holographic cellular regeneration and it uses a person's genetic code to heal the damaged cells. We can scan a body to retrieve healthy cells from an earlier time in its life and use these to replace the damaged ones. It can restore limbs in just a few hours. Then we have the medical pods, or as called on Terra, med beds. It uses holographic technology powered by crystalline plasma fields, frill, frill is the life force, and sound frequency. We use a different equipment relative to the races hybridized with them. The rescued hybrids are mainly crossbreeds with types of greys and more, and it requires, sorry, and it requires different technologies to rebalance their physiology into a more stable and livable state so they can survive. The life support gel needs to be slowly injected with molecules of oxygen, and when they are ready, we evacuate the gel from their systems and activate the lungs in and the breathing system. This is painful for them, but relatively quick. And then the more difficult work begins. Regaining consciousness after having been maintained in a dormant state, they are brutally aware and they panic. They have absolutely no clue of where they are, who they are and who we are. The only beings they were able to see during their captivity for those who had the ability to see were greys. When they see humans for the first time, they are terrified. They don't know what's happening to them. So as soon as they wake up, we put them in medical pods and fill their mind with calming frequency waves. Yes. Through these waves, we transfer data. First, to teach them how to speak. Language takes a few days, depending on the subjects activating the learning functions of the brain for the first time. They need to activate their vocal cords too. They hear, see, and smell a whole new environment. It is very traumatic for them, and this is very difficult work for us. Once they are able to talk, to breathe, and to be calm, we teach them how to walk. We inject substances in their muscles and use frequency technology to activate their reflex functions. 
when they start to walk, it is a long process. We provide for the needs of every each of them relative to what their system is meant to absorb. Many workers are humanoids on this science station, so it is a problem because they are scared of us. We need to bring them into a trusting mindset. They go naturally towards the Immerthers and the Egaroth because they look like them. But you know, this is not an easy job. Immerthers and Egaroth are great with children, really great with them. So we have Egaroth scientists because you need to be qualified. Not everyone can participate in a contact. It could spoil all the efforts. Then the children are ready to socialize and are not afraid of humanoids anymore. We insert them into some sections of the station as part of the insertion, insertion program. They eat with us, play with our children, and learn how to socialize. Once the socialization stage is validated, then they're ready to go. Mm. So that is how they use there are two types of med beds there, and I suppose there are other different types. They use a regeneration pod, which is filled with a liquid containing all the nutrients and the minerals to regenerate the body, but also they fill it with energy, this gel. It's filled with, Myra said, the, frill, the, the life force. force. Yes, and that, and also they they scan the 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 body to um, an earlier stage in their life, you know, to bring back the healthy cells and to repair repair the well, what's what's missing or broken, and that's interesting. And the second one is a holographic bed. It's uh, a work of healing, and that acts more. Uh, you have more possibility to uh, act on the consciousness and the mind as well to repair traumas. And this works with uh, sound frequencies. Um, Is that from the Zenite uh, Andromedans? That advanced. Oh, the Zene, Zene or Zenate? Yes, they they have. Uh, uh, they are must. They master this technology. So they yes. Oh yes, yes. They master this technology. So uh, you know the, the Galactic Federation of Worlds um, put everything in common. All the technologies in common. So uh, that, that, that's why we, we are uh, starting to benefit of this technology because we are in a probation period at the moment for membership. Uh, we'll be off <laughs> because we need to, to do the last step, which yes. is standing up ourselves. Yes. You know? Exactly. So, uh, Become the leaders so, we actually are. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. But have forgotten. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. So the uh, Andromedan ones work really well with post-traumatic stress. Because yes. I know not all the beds do. And they um, no. talk about you still have to do consulting work and counseling work afterwards. You still have to do your work. And of course, we, we know, or at least I've heard, that there's a lot of mind wiping, too, of the memories that are yes. the most traumatic and like what happened to you. And then they'll bring them back slowly at your ability to handle them or whatever. Is it, would you agree with that? Is there anything? Yes, totally. Totally. Uh, as Myra explains uh, in my book, what I say, um, sh- you first repair the, the deep trauma with sound, you know, and frequencies. And then um, once the best of it is, 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 
done, you have reinserting the person into a normal life after the trauma, you know, because you, you have to readapt to 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 your to life when you, you have a trauma healed because it's like a new birth. You oh wow, things are gonna be different, you know. So yes, it's important a full a follow-up, of course. It is. It's it's very, very important. Thank you for that clarity. Yeah. It's it's just so exciting. I can't wait till these come come out. Now for your personal experience, you did share with us a while back on one of our shows together. And for the purpose of this show, so we have all the MedBed information up to date on one show, I'd love for you to once again take people through the amazing experience you had of when Thorhan initially hinted to you and what went on from there so everyone can like walk through, be in your shoes during that. Okay? Do you be willing to do that? Okay. Yes, that's very interesting. I need to go from the start of this story, uh, you'll know, you'll understand why. I'll try to be fast. When I well, when I was abducted as a kid, uh, I was put to um, empty matrices uh, to be able to receive eggs. It was empty. It was just two pouches. Um, and when I reached uh, puberty, well. Uh, young age later these things just wanted to be eliminated by the body so uh it starts to 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 trigger my my body and this the body start to react to reject them and they start to grow and so they these two pouches they were in my uterus and they form like two big things um and reptilian so in nature were they reptilian yes yes Yes. So the body, my body, uh, which is not just rejected them suddenly, you know, mm-hmm. um, and um, the thing it like it, the way where, where it was, it couldn't be flushed. You know, one was on, you know, not very, the other one was on the other side. So I had a surgery and um, to remove one, to remove them. But once they remove the, the first one, um, they make all, a whole fuss about it in, in, in France, the, the doctors, the surgeons, they, they were very weird about it. They want all to be there to see what was going to go on, come out. Uh, that was weird. Uh, uh, and then they were very secretive. Oh, no, you can't see it. I want to see the stuff. You can't see it uh, because uh, no, we burned it. Yes. Well, in a lot of hospitals, there's implanted doctors that are part of the whole overall cabal scheme whose job yes. it is, is to make sure and keep track of all of this stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Yes, totally, totally. That. Mm-hmm. And uh, a second, the second one, they couldn't remove it. They say to me, uh, we could remove it, but we need to, we would have removed everything in you. Uh, so maybe you want to have children. I say, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay um then after my surgery i was beamed up it was all oh my god i was beamed up on the ship and myra checked me and she said oh you're fine you're fine and i said what about the other thing she said and then she said to me you will be guided we will send someone to you to get you to remove it yourself because you need to do this. I said, why? You can't. Just you can like this. And she said, no, no, no. 
you need to remove it yourself. You will understand later why. Okay, that's unfair. Well, and what's, what's, what's interesting, so after my surgery, I had a big scar and uh, it wasn't really nice. And when they, they brought me back, my friends, the scar was just nearly disappeared. It was like a, a hair. It was like, whew, it was healed, totally healed. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, my my rat put this device on my belly and uh, it just with a red light and just phew, it was gone. Incredible. Lasers and colors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what, so two months passed and then uh, I was in France and I went in a, in a garage to bring my car. And the last thing you, 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 you wait to see, you expect to see in a, the waiting room of a dirty country, rural garage, the countryside, is a tall, blonde, beautiful, beaming young lady with long blonde hair, gracefully coming in. I went, wow. <laughs> and she sits across from me and she stares at me. And I went like, okay, what's going on? She stays 10 minutes, then she stands up, she says nothing, she stands up and she walks out, but passing in front of me, she comes to me and she walks past me and she goes to the door and she drops at my feet a leaflet and she goes, and I went, oh, okay, I, I want to go to, to, oh, you dropped something? She was gone. She wasn't there anymore. She was like, beamed, you know. Yeah. Did you receive and, uh, telepathy from her at that point? I don't know if it was telepathy. It could have been. Uh, I felt an intense uh, radiance from her into me, like she was looking into me. Maybe she was trying to communicate, and I was like terrified, you know, <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> what she was, who's, who's she? And um, she was stunning. And um, then she was gone, so I ended okay. I looked at the leaflet and went, oh, that's weird. And it was the address of a clinic in France. It was written, this clinic, a special, it's a special um, experimental, experimental technique. It's a, it wasn't called med bed. It was called differently, but it was a med bed. Uh, uh, experimental. It comes from America. It's just a testing site, and uh, we look for guinea pig to experiment Trials. on people. Mm -hmm. Trial, yeah. And I went, and this, uh, and it was written: this thing can do this, this, this. It can heal tissues. It could do anything that the med bed does. There was a list, and it can um, disintegrate by sound tumors and things like that and it's exactly what i had it, not a tumor but it, it described it was written in french um, okay wait a minute you put two would that be the sign <laughs> yes yes mm -hmm. myra <laughs> it wasn't her it was someone that she said we will send you someone you know anyway but there's also of it is based on earth you know so I took an appointment. I was selected. And a few months later, I was admitted there. I, 
arrived in the morning and I left in the evening. Um, they they put me so um, it looked like a, 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 a CAT scan, you know, these t- tubes, mm-hmm. you, but you don't go in. There was a kind of, it looked like an egg mm-hmm. and there was a bed in it. Um, and it was a transparent mattress um, kind board. of water. Yes. And under there was water under it. And they told me it was water. And they were uh, under the water. They were, I, I don't know, because they gave me a drug uh, for me not to panic because it was very important that I didn't move. So they drugged me. They, they injected me a drug. And she told me, we are going to inject you a drug to knock you, but you still, uh, you are still aware, but you just like super happy. <laughs> You're super happy. And then you don't move. And just like, Phew. Which is interesting. It was the same, uh, not the super happy side, but when you are abducted by aliens, you're like this. You can't move, but you're super conscious. I accept that fear was replaced by deep joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was lying lying there uh, on my naked. bed. You're naked and cleansed at that point? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Totally, totally cleansed and naked and put on my belly on this um, thing with a blanket over me and uh, uh, and they are I didn't really see it was like tube laser you know mm-hmm. shooting laser stuff like tubes under under it and different directions uh, there was kind of a tray underneath, and this, this not a tray, it was like a box, plexiglass box. I don't remember exactly. Lots of transparent things. So they went behind the, the glass, and the lady, uh, she said, okay, I'm going to, to uh, shoot at you sound frequencies so you don't move. And it's very uh, surgical precision. We are going to shoot at you precise sound frequencies to where you, we are going to destroy your uh, tumor. And so she said, and she, she, she said, I'm going to laser shoot at you. So she was laughing at to low relax me. And that's what she did. They shoot sound frequencies and they destroyed it. There was no nothing left. It was disintegrated, like, you know, teleported, like, I don't know. The thing was gone. No scar nothing and no pain and i i was brought back into the bed just wake just wake up from the drug like and then i was able to go home nothing no pain nothing i was feeling good and i learned later that was a med bed and that i needed to go through this process to be able to tell it today yes that people know and i testify that these things exist and it was already in experimentation in, it was in the 19, um, no, in early, it was in 2000, 2000 yeah, 2000. France. So, and, that, and that healing center that you couldn't even find today, right? Because they obviously oh, closed it down. I tried, oh, oh my God, the first thing, when I realized, the first thing I, I went on the internet, I tried to find this clinic, it's gone. Doesn't exist. Yeah. I really looked into it. The clinic is gone. They it's have not there. To do this so QT. 
I have a couple <laughs> questions. Um, one military person said that on some of the uh, med beds, they don't get they don't give you a drug to sedate you. They're able to raise the natural melatonin in your body that actually puts you in that state. Wasn't isn't that fascinating? Alex and I discovered that or discovered that the other day. And um, and we forgot to mention that because I thought that is totally clever, right? Yeah. Just raise yeah. the melatonin, yeah. which is what people need when they sleep. And you know. Oh no, I was unlucky. I had the, the needle. <laughs> the and you only felt warmth, right? No pain, but you felt a little warmth from the shooting. You didn't even feel yes, a little warm and a little tingling, but it was agreeable. You know, it wasn't. It was like, oh, you feel something, you know, but that's it. That's it. That's it. It's total sense because from the climatics videos and all that, we know that sound changes form and creates form. And yeah. so, now I, you probably don't know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyway, because I know you uh, have introduced the world to using tuning forks, of which I've bought a lot and I'm very grateful for. Thank you. And uh, I think you're going to have a show coming up on that too. And, yes. Um, so with uh, Soma Energetics, and they use Sylvel Geotones. Now, did you happen, I doubt you had the presence of mind at the time, to ask them if they could even give you the specific frequencies used for that? I think, no, I didn't have the, um, the question in mind, because at the time, you know, I, I, it was 20 years ago, and I I wasn't even into sound and stuff. You know, I was an archaeologist. I was like, you know, um, but um, I don't think they will give it because these these frequencies uh, are killer frequencies. Yes. It kills living cells. It disintegrates them. So you must not know because if, it must not fall in the wrong hands. Only people qualified and certified to do this need to use these frequencies. So um, I think that all makes sense. It does. I think, I think everything, we can create illnesses through frequency. We can heal it through frequency. Royal Rife and many, many other incredible inventors discovered that. I believe everyone yeah. has most of those frequencies, but I think the unique combination, right? Uh, like they're using on hydras. We won't get into that. Um, are really 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 tricky so i figured they probably didn't give them to you that looks like no. a little miniature that that's good fun that's uh that's called spooky too it's a rife frequency machine yes. you can install install the program on your computer you have different programs to treat different things and i'm just getting into this and uh rife frequency machine spooky uh, it's a little ghost you see that that's it spooky too yeah, yeah, but that, that that that's that that is a technology that is available. You can buy it online, and um, you have different accessories, patches, uh, and anything uh, to heal yourself. And you have so many programs in it with using sound frequencies. You can uh, you have you've been uh, impressed. So um, you know, I I recommend every everyone to use this it's safe there's a program you follow the steps and uh, it's totally safe and it, it's a portable uh it's just lovely uh, bed, bed. yes and uh, that's the future that's uh, yeah spooky uh, rife rife frequency yeah. uh, i recommend that 
R-I-F-E. Yeah, I used a bigger one uh, twenty in 2000 when I was healing myself naturally of cancer very fast. And that had at least yeah. like 500 frequencies to choose from. And it was based on, quote, you know, diseases and all of that. I know that uh, super soldiers, they don't like to talk about it, really don't. But there's a smaller version handheld that they use for self-treatment and all of those kind of things. And I think we're going to eventually have all of that on what's equivalent to iPhones practically, you know, we'll be able. Yes. Oh yes. Myra, she has this device. She, she, she used it on me. I saw her, you know, it, it's like a big pen. Um, and uh, it, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it does this job. Yeah. Well, that's an incredible story. And we can see why they wanted you to do that right and that it also gives them trials to do and so that you can speak from your personal experience because uh, until recently a lot of the compartmentalized soldiers couldn't really talk about it so that's lovely to hear all of that thank you so much now is there anything else you'd like to share regarding advanced technology or consciousness uh that is popping in for you before we close for today's show well, Marily, there is something that I find very important that uh, I, I want to, to say. The, this technology is being introduced. It is going to come sooner or later. Whatever comes in between, it's just postponing it. So the thing is, you know, it is coming. It is here already. It's going to be available sooner or later. That's a fact that's not going, this fact is not going away. Okay, now let us not do the, make the mistake to rely on waiting for it, okay? My point is I know few people personally who have stopped taking their treatments in the hope that they would benefit of this these med beds, which never arrived in their town and they died. You're talking medical treatments. Medical treatments. And drugs. Okay. Okay. Yes. So we've been doing without med beds until now. Okay. If you are following a treatment that is maintaining you alive or curing a a life-threatening illness, please continue this treatment you will always be able to stop the treatments at the moment you pass the door of the room where the med bed is. But until you pass this door, take your treatments. Don't change anything. Also, this planet is in harmony with all living organisms. It it belongs to the same living organism, global. We borrow these bodies who are part of this planet this planet provides everything we need to heal these bodies plants minerals everything so in that's that's one thing med beds or not med beds we 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 need always to keep this in mind okay to just be in tune with our environment and so my point is uh do not change your routine uh, to heal yourself if you're taking a treatment uh, just because you've been told med beds were coming. No, 
you, you will have the luxury to stop your treatment when you pass the door of the room where the med bed is. Not before, please. That would not be reasonable. That, that's my, uh, my point, I want to say. Oh, that's so important. It is really important because even with the use of med beds, from what Alice, Alex was speaking earlier in the show and what I know as a holistic health practitioner is you can then screw, get off med beds and screw yourself back up again by your lifestyle choices, right? And so, yeah. right, go ahead, go ahead. You were gonna. Yeah, food, healthy food, healthy lifestyle, med bed or not continue it you know yeah uh, yeah, yeah you know minerals yeah. supplements yeah. keeping your frequencies up laughing a lot dancing hopefully less meat more vegetables minerals all those kind of things we're going to have to evolve to anyway so yes thank you so much i would love for you to share where people can find you with your multiple bestsellers and all your fun merchandise and your great shamanic journeys, which I've bought. I haven't had a chance to use them, but I will soon and everything else. So tell people where they can go to find you, Elena. Thank you, Mary Lee. Um, I have a website, elenadanan.org, O-R-G. On this website, you find links to all my books, links to my workshops. I have a shamanic workshop and meditation workshops. And also my merchandise, uh, because, you know, I need to, to make a living, yeah. to pay my bills while doing all yes. these videos and writing these books. <laughs> so uh, I sell also merchandise and uh, artwork. And, uh, and also I have a YouTube channel, uh, my name. And uh, on it, you have everything for free, all the meditations for free, everything for free. And everything that I write in my book that I sell, uh, I also uh, offer it this knowledge for free in my YouTube videos and even incorporate my drawings in my videos, you know, so um, uh, yeah. Th that and this as well. would be a so, good time, course. which very few people understand if I have this right, that when you're working with fifth density beings or higher that are pure of heart and they're used to not playing with the money game on any level, they expect you to offer, if you're going to be working with them pure of heart Mind. They expect you to offer the wisdom and the teaching free of charge. And this yes. makes it so. So yes. talk about that, because it makes it very, very challenging for those coming forward. Most of them are in dire straits. I know Alex is and all of that. So uh, the authentic people will be offering a lot free, but they do have to make money either through donations or their books or their merchandise. So please keep that in mind. And anything you'd like to add about the rules of working with a higher. Yes. Um, what, what the, the positive extraterrestrials, um, it's a question of energy of flow, you know, the, the knowledge they give you to pass on as an emissary or bridge to humanity is free of charge. You know, you are just the conduit, the emissary. If you take, make profit of being the conduit, they stop, they cut you straight away, uh, which is totally understandable. Though the thing is, when you start to do, uh, I give you my example. You can relate if, if you feel like it. Um, when I started doing this, passing these messages, it quickly became out of control in my life it i it 24 7 yeah. task 
I I have no choice. Uh, that's like it. So while I do that, writing books and making videos and interviews, I do not have time to have a regular job. So I need to pay my bills. <laughs> so uh, I have the chance to be uh, an artist. So I sell my art. I make T-shirts, uh, things like this. You know, with like I can do that. And so they tolerate that um, I get retribution from selling books because it's a um, balance for the work and the efforts put in. But I make sure that everything that's in the book is also available for free. Oh, that's, that's why you do I do it. my videos. Interesting. Yes. I do not block. What is wrong is to block the information by a payment yes. gate. That doesn't come from a good place must not be a payment get to access information. Everything, every time I, I write a book or publish a book, I do videos about it. I do Q&As. I show my drawings on screen so people can see, you know. And if they want the physical book, they can buy it. It supports me. It's fantastic. Uh, but that that's the deal. That's the deal. No money gate to access information otherwise they cut you Boom. that's one that's of the it. ways i i figure out who's authentic or not you know i don't have any judgment about it because everyone has yeah. a right to make their own living but you can tell who they're working with if all of a sudden like boom you know it's like no we're not going to like play the 3d game of just you know winding you in and then oh sorry you have to pay for the goodies right you know that's part of the whole thing so thank you for explaining that love and thank you for your generous time oh my gosh we've already gone over an hour <laughs> and it's probably whatever it is almost midnight for you so thank you so much love and i so appreciate you adding on to this video on the technology and reminding people of the strength of their spirit and to keep making the frequencies high because we're going to do this we are going to do this all right all right hon awesome. and um this is my first zoom show and we'll have many more and lots of fun so thank you folks for joining in and uh bless you thank you elena bye-bye thank you